0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Let's start with the Charlie Blackman walk-off grand slam to win it for the Rockies yesterday against the Angels. So he—this is a guy we were—the last time we were talking about him, he was hitting 500, and I think once MLB made a huge deal about it, he just com- his numbers completely nosedived. And at this point, he's not even hitting. He's not even leading the major leagues in hitting anymore. Uh, but obviously still having a great year hitting 331. Uh hit a sixth bomb of the year yesterday. And it was a big one. It was a grand slam. Base was loaded in the bottom of the ninth, uh, with the Rockies at home. So it was a tr- like a traditional walk-off, not like you know, the walk-offs you've even seen this year with you know a runner starting on second base and extra innings or anything like that. So um yeah, I mean this dude was in a career worst slump of 14 straight games where he was hitting 157 and um, the Rockies fell out of the, you know, 18 playoff race for the national league. But, you know, he's a good hitter because he was hitting 500 earlier in the year. Obviously he's averaged still at 331 or whatever. So he's a good hitter and, you know, that's what happens. Good hitters take good swings at good times. Base is loaded and, you know, one pitch was all it took. He drove a walk-off granny to give the Rockies an important 8-4 to victory over the Angels. And that was the beginning of a, of actually their final homestand of the year. They have a nine-game homestand, their last homestand of the year. It's going to be huge for them if they want to make a postseason push. But on the day, two for five with no punch-outs for Mr. Charlie Blackman. And the Rockies now sit at 21 and 23 a game and a half out of the final playoff spot. So they're going to need all the help they can get over these next couple weeks if they want to sneak in for that last spot. But other contributors were Ryan McMahon with a game-tying homer, Trevor Story, RBI triple, and a RBI double. Uh, Trevor Story, one guy who also doesn't really get enough love. But I I think most people around these parts know how good he is. So 8-4 victory for the Rockies over the Angels. The White Sox hold tight on the first place as Eloy Jimenez fueled their comeback yesterday. Um, so, at one point, they actually had no hits on the game. Uh, they, they were struggling offensively. Their ace, Lucas Giolito, was out of the game and they were down by three as they went into the bottom of the sixth inning. But then, you know, Eloy Jimenez hit a three run bomb off of Jose Cisnero, uh, which was really the big blast which turned, you know, when they would eventually get a run across, it was a 3-1 de- deficit, turned it into a 4-3 lead. And um, now Eloy Jimenez has 12 homers and 33 ribbies on the year. It was just a fastball, 95.5 mile an hour fastball up in the zone, actually above the strike zone, and uh, he just tomahawks it out of the yard. That was enough for them as, uh, you know, they would hold on. So Lucas Giolito battled on the mound, through five and two-thirds innings, and actually a season-high 114 pitches. So he he pretty much labored there. Um, The Tigers scored three off of him in the sixth inning. So that ended Giolito's 22-inning scoreless streak at home, obviously. That includes that no-hitter he threw not too long ago. But he walked four and punched out seven. So he now has a total of 82 strikeouts through 10 starts. That's the highest strikeout total by any White Sox pitcher through his first 10 appearances of a season. That's more than Chris Sale, who had 79 in 2015. So, yeah, White Sox hold on tight to first place, although Jose Abreu's career-high 22-game hit streak came to an end. Um, but, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't really care too much about that anymore. But 4-3 to victory over the Tigers yesterday. They're in sole possession of first place in the AL Central. And, yeah. Minnesota won three to one over the Indians yesterday. So that leaves the twins one game behind the Indians. So it's, it's uh, White Sox, Indians, twins in that AL Central. Since we're talking about the twins and the Indians, let's go over there to Minnesota, where it was a pitcher's duel yesterday between Kenta Maeda and Shane Bieber. So Maeda got the best of this one, though. Seven shutout frames for Kenta Maeda. He's been really good for the Twins this year. So this is a guy who who asked to be traded from the Dodgers because he wanted to start. He didn't want to be in the bullpen anymore. He wanted to start. And, you know, he has some personal goals he wants to accomplish uh, as far as career wins and things like that. And he's looked stellar. He's been really good this year. I mean, it's it's tough to believe that this is a guy who couldn't find his way into the Dodge rotation because he's just been really good. He's pitching to a 2-4-3 ERA so far this year, which is elite. And um, he's actually built a very strong case to be their game one starter for the playoffs, you know, if they get there. But uh, the Twins didn't necessarily know they were getting an ace caliber pitcher when they got Maeda during the trade this offseason, but he's just been an ace so far this year. So the the... Twins got a three to one victory over Cleveland. A two run homer from Byron Buxton provided much of their offense. And then um Orion Jeffers, uh, solo homer, those are the three ones they scored. But Maeda won that pitchers duel. I mean, on the other side it was Shane Bieber, who pitched really well in his own right. Uh, he pitched I mean, he's he's one of the AL Cy Young favorites, and you know, a lot of people talking talking about him, and he actually reached his one hundredth punch out of the season so he punched out eight in his 10th straight start of eight plus k's um, but it was actually his first loss of the year mr shane bieber um but no starter has hit 100 punch outs faster than bieber did did so 62 and a third innings that's the fewest innings it's ever taken a pitcher reach 100 punch outs and um he just did it uh two-thirds of an inning quicker than 2018 max scherzer he did he did it a couple innings Faster than 2019 Garrett Cole and then a couple innings faster than 2001 Kerry Wood. But entering last night, Bieber led the majors in punch outs per nine with 14.67 and, and strikeout percentage, which was 42.9%. So uh, it's funny that you're breaking all these records on a loss, but it is what it is. A solo homer was all the offense that the Indians were able to muster yesterday as Kenta Maeda won that pitcher's duel uh, you know, pretty handily. Seven shot innings for him with seven punch outs. Luke Voigt has tied Mike Trout for the major league lead in home runs. He hit two home runs yesterday against the Orioles as the Yankees swept the double header. So now Voigt has 16 dingers on the year. He's been he's been the Yankees' best hitter this year. He's been one of the best hitters in baseball this year. I mean, they have other guys, but those guys have just been hurt. I mean, Stanton was really looking really good before he went down. Judge is always really good when he's healthy um but they haven't been healthy. So availability or what do they say? the best ability is availability. I think that's true. Garrett Cole fired seven scoreless innings in a six to nothing game one victory for the Yankees and then you know in the in the second game Masahiro Tanaka provided a strong outing for for them. Um, he struck out five without a walk, scouting three hits over five innings for the Yankees. so Yankees needed these wins. They, they really did. Um, this actually added some separation between them and the Orioles, believe it or not. The Orioles were actually sneaking up on the Yankees. They were just like one game behind the Yankees a couple of days ago because um, the Orioles are actually hunting that eighth and final playoff spot. But the next two days could help the Yankees climb even further because um, they now trail the Blue Jays by only half a game for second place in the AL East, but they're trying to, you know, catch the Blue Jays, which is funny to say at this point in the year. But that's where we stand. The Mets actually gave... Also, well, speaking of the Blue Jays, the Mets played the Blue Jays yesterday, and they, they beat the Blue Jays. They gave Jacob deGrom run support. This is something we haven't seen very much over the last few years, but they got an 18-1 win over the Blue Jays yesterday for Jacob deGrom, who was pitching, obviously didn't need um, all that run support. He punched out nine over six and was just you know filthy to Grom. And by the way... Jacob deGrom was punching 100 miles an hour on multiple occasions yesterday. And I I did did not realize it. I mean, I I know my eyes are not deceiving me. Jacob deGrom did not throw this hard before. His velocity has actually increased over the last few years. Um, His his velocity has gone up because he's throwing upper 90s now, and he did not have that a couple years ago. He was a mid-90s guy, but now he's throwing 99, 100, which is filthy. This dude just is, like, getting better with age. makes no sense. But um, he could be winning his third straight Cy Young, which, which puts him firmly in the Hall of Fame uh, debate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Three consecutive Cy Young puts you in, in the Hall of Fame um, uh, conversation. It's just a matter of playing enough years at that point. I mean, once he clocks 10 years in the big leagues, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, without a doubt. Uh, but six innings of one earned run, nine punch outs for Jacob deGrom. His ERA goes to a 1.67 on the year. A 1.67. That is. Think about that. Uh, that that that's that's pretty um, <laughs> that's pretty good. But yeah, Degrom does what he does best. Grand slam from Dom Smith yesterday. It was actually on a 3-0 count. So I'm sure Chris Woodward is in shambles somewhere. Uh, <laughs> Chris Woodward, the Rangers manager, is, is punching the air right now for Dom Smith breaking that unwritten rule. Michael Conforto, uh, you know, hits a three-run bomb. Wilson Ramos hits a solo shot. And then, uh, you know, just plenty of offense yesterday for the Mets as they scored 18 runs in support of their ace. So that is going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.